0: CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Cannabis Confidential with your host, Dr. Dina.
1: Welcome to Cannabis Confidential. I'm your host, Dr. Dina. Thank you again for joining me. We have such a great show today. We just had the most epic week of our lives. And when I say we, I'm talking about the awesome collective that is called Oz West Hollywood alternative herbal health services they are the oldest dispensary that is permitted to operate south of San Francisco they've been open for 12 years now and joining me on the phone today my best friend Jason Beck the founder of alternative herbal health services who actually started his first location in San Francisco in 2001 and brought it down to LA in 2004 and we are still going strong Jason welcome
2: Right on. Thanks for having me today.
1: Of course. I'm sure you're uh, sick of me by now because we just spent almost every day together for nine, ten days in Jamaica and it was awesome. And I say awesome because the store is Oz, so it's awesome. A H H S O M E. Awesome. (laughs) I love that. That's Jason's hashtag on Instagram that he likes using. So I want to just kind of give a recap to everybody about the Jamaican High Times Cup and why this was so special. For those of you listening that have been to a High Times Cannabis Cup in Amsterdam, every year in November around Thanksgiving for 30 plus years, they've held this World High Times Cup in Amsterdam and – I've been there several times and it's really fun but it's cold and you get out there and you have 14 layers of clothes on and you have to kind of go around to all the different coffee shops in Amsterdam and you try their entries and you get together and you vote and there's a big party and it's always been fun but High Times had an issue with the city of Amsterdam and they decided not to hold their cup there anymore because the city of Amsterdam is trying to charge them back taxes for holding these events and that's absurd so they have moved Jamaica. This was the very first time ever to be in Jamaica in the city of Negril, which is a beautiful, beautiful city. And we went out there. We took our whole collective out there. We had such an awesome time. And the best part is the connections that we made and the people that we touched. And it's really neat to see that cannabis is exploding all around the world because this was a very international event and we met people from all over. But to see the Rastafarians celebrating the sacramental plant that they have been using for religious purposes since the 30s and have it be legal for them to do so now is really exciting. And so, Jason, what did you think about the Rastas?
2: I love the Rastas' energy and their their excitement about cannabis and this whole event was just truly amazing. We even got to go and take a tour of a few of the grow sites out there on the, they call them plantations out there. i spell it a little bit different but you know Get
0: but it's definitely a great
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely definitely a unique experience we were also able uh, some friends of ours brought some seeds out and we were able to gift some of these farmers some actual real genetics from here in the u.s too so that was really special
1: and they were really excited about that one of my highlights well first of all we were smoking our ganja everywhere we went But pretty much every day we had a little excursion in the morning where we went out as a group to do something exciting and tour the island and and meet the locals. And then later in the day we would go to work at the High Times Cup. And run our booth. and one of the days we decided to go on a catamaran and go snorkeling, which I just posted a photo to my Instagram of me floating with my hands in the air. and people are probably wondering why are my hands in the air when I'm trying to snorkel? and it's because I'm trying to keep my hands dry because I have' them holding the joints in the lighter and I'm going to go around and let everybody hit the joint because their hands are wet. And so that was pretty awesome smoking a joint floating in the middle of the Caribbean. but my highlight was going to a place called the Blue Hole. And the yeah, blue the blue hole was awesome. Was so amazing. That was just such an incredible experience. We started off leaving our hotel. We got on a little bus with about twenty five people, all our friends, and we drove to this little place called the Blue Hole. And what I what was interesting is that when the locals in the neighborhood see a bus filled with tourists heading over to this location, these local kids have these motorcycles and they hop on their motorcycle and they ride along the bus and then. As you're driving to the Blue Hole, more and more kids join the pack. So it's like this motorcycle pack joining up. And they ride with you to this property, which is a—it's essentially a home, which they've turned into a hotel. And in their backyard, they have this fresh mineral cave, cavern, where there's a hole in the ground. And you can jump down 35 feet below into a freshwater mineral cave pond and go swimming and it's beautiful and spectacular and there's a ladder that takes you back up and we got out there and these kids were just jumping up and down doing flips out of trees Jason wasn't that incredible
2: amazing they were doing handstands in the trees and then just dropping straight down and so Going like 50 we had feet, like a right? 35 yeah close yeah close to a 50 foot straight fall plunge.
1: That was unbelievable. And what we did, we we have to always top ourselves, of course. And so we were with our friend Adam Ill, who was on my show a couple weeks ago, getting high with. And he loves to get high in crazy places. And he hosts this party called The Secret Sesh. So he was making jokes about we should have a secret sesh in the pond. So after taking a little hike up into the plantation and viewing all the ganja plants, which were Beautiful and it was so hot up there because this, they get direct sun. So we were all sweaty and we got back down. And Jason said, I'm not going back to the hotel until I jump in this pond into the blue hole. So Jason decides to go down. And I was a little scared. So I went down the ladder and everyone else jumped in. And the next thing you know, this guy who was there who had a mothership rig, which you dab out of, Ken James, Ken James, Ken James
2: from Colorado.
1: Yep. And he brought his rig, his mothership, which is a really expensive piece of glass, probably starting at $10,000 and going up, decided to take his mothership, which we have video of, which you can go online and just Google – getting high in Jamaica and you will see my video of the guy jumping 35 feet below off a cliff with a mothership rig. And then we all jumped down and joined him and had an epic smoke session because he had an e-nail plugged in inside this cavern where they had a battery. No, it was
2: a battery. It was a battery powered e-nail. There no, was no charge. I have there the video.
1: No, 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 there was. You you have to watch the video, Jay. We we all thought okay. it was battery-powered, but they actually had a battery-powered outlet in the cave that the guy plugged it into. Um, oh, I, was, I knew
2: there was a battery something.
1: There was a battery somewhere, exactly. And so we were in this cave. I'm covered in, in clay because these guys put clay all over me because it's supposed to be really good for your skin. And here we limestone. are floating limestone clay. And we were floating and smoking and dabbing, and it was probably – most epic secret sesh with 30 people, 35 feet below ground that I have ever well, Yeah, this,
2: this secret sesh was, yeah, 35 feet below ground, bathing suit attire only.
1: Well, on goodness. top
2: of it, you got the free spa service from the locals.
1: <laughs> That's right. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I got a nice little foot massage out of that.
2: Yeah, that was awesome. You got the whole of the full facial, full body exfoliation. And then on top of it, you got to be dabbing and smoking inside of that little blue lagoon. And there was like little fishies inside Yellow of the guppies. water and everything.
1: I saw the guppies. I felt really bad. And the Because one of our friends. Wh- what about the rig? Oh, we smoked out of the fresh we, water.
2: Yeah, the rig that we used for the, the water in the rig was actually the same water that we were swimming in.
1: That's insane.
2: The mineral water, yeah. One
1: of the girls that went with us. Brianna, I feel so bad talking about this because she's going to be really embarrassed. But she jumped down and landed in like a sitting position. And if you guys saw what the backs of her legs look like and her inner thighs, it looked like an entire purple galaxy on the backs of her legs. <laughs> it, it was really sad to look at. I felt so bad, but it's pretty intense. She was a trooper. She was, she was a, a trooper. trooper.
2: She, yeah.
1: I don't know how those guys jumped from like 20 feet above where we were going from. Like that was so well, terrifying.
2: Or how they climb up the ladder in less than three seconds.
1: That was unbelievable. Yeah, they do. And then what was also cool, which we'll talk about because we have to get ready to go to break in a second, but we had an epic smoke session with the local Rastas that hang out there and we got very, very, very creative. And so when we come back, we're going to tell you all about our interesting creativity and how we created dab rigs and pipes out of plants which is pretty unusual and unique. So we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll be joined with Jason Beck, the Wizard of Oz. So don't go away. We'll be right back.
0: Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina will continue after a word from our most confident sponsors.
1: What am I
2: smoking? I'm smoking concentrate. <laughs> Way to get out of the answer there. So you're truly like the, the, the king, right? You just have you just clap your hands and somebody brings you a bowl and you're all set, right? Mm, I wish that were the case. <laughs> the Grow Show with Kyle Gushman, only on CannabisRadio.com.
0: Doctor Dina is back with more Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to
1: Cannabis Confidential. We're joined with the Wizard of Oz, Jason Beck, owner of Alternative Herbal Health Services, my favorite dispensary in West Hollywood, California. You guys can go check him out at ozweho.com, A H H S W E H O.com, and check him out on Instagram at the Wizard of Oz. Jason, so we were just getting into the smoking plants with plants.
2: Yes, smoking plants with plants. This was epic. Epic, epic, epic. These guys just went and started grabbing actual flowers and stems and then turning them into pipes and rigs. So we went,
1: we went to the blue hole. We didn't bring a rig with us. So we had plenty of ganja to smoke, but we didn't have a way to smoke our our hash oil. And we were trying to, you know, dab out the locals because one of the locals told Jason, he offered him, he said, I will bet you a hundred US dollars that you can't get me high. So Jason at that point said, Dina, pull out the oil. We're getting this rasta really, really, really high. (laughs) So we were trying to get creative because how are you supposed to dab when you don't have a rig? So. One of the guys built this, like, pipe. It was, like, three pieces with different plants. And then he rolled a joint, and he stuck the joint in the pipe. And then we dabbed onto the joint, which is probably the most creative way I've ever smoked.
2: Yeah. It was a real flower dab. Right? A real flower dab because we're just sitting there smoking. And then on top, we're just dropping the oil onto the tip and getting the whole dab effect at the same time as smoking.
1: That's amazing. That's amazing. So... Part of our trip after we went to the Blue Hole, we had all these amazing experiences and we smoked out of coconuts, coconut chalices, and we smoked out of plants and we just did these insane things that I just, I mean, in the U.S. we just don't do. We just get so creative when you're in a third world country and you don't have the the tools that you need to make things happen. And we did. We made that happen. But what I thought was really interesting was I didn't know what to expect when I went to Jamaica, when you're booking Jamaica. And my first thought was, oh, Lord, they're going to hate us in Jamaica because this is a group that smokes ganja, and a lot of it. and A lot of it. A lot of it. And Jason, for those of you who are at home listening and are not familiar with your story, why don't you explain why you use cannabis? Because I think that's pretty fascinating.
2: So, So when I was born, I was born with cerebral palsy. And the doctor said that if I lived, that the whole right side of my body would be paralyzed and I would never walk. And I was born at a John Muir Medical Center in Walnut Creek and they actually had to airlift me to Oakland Children's Hospital because they didn't have the equipment to keep me alive back then. And so later on in life, you know, I learned to walk, of course, I played high school football, did a lot of things, always used cannabis, did, never knew I used it for medical reasons, Just, just used it for whatever reason I felt I wanted to use it for. Um, and then in 1999, five days before my 21st birthday, I had a grand mal seizure in my sleep and woke up in a hospital bed tied down to the bed rails on life support, all kinds of other crazy stuff going on. And the first thing that the doctor came in and told me was that I had a grand mal seizure in my sleep and that I would never have my driver's license until I could produce a clean pee test because I was on dope. And when he said dope, he was referring to marijuana in my system.
1: Wow, that is just such a shame. And really, you were just self-medicating because it made you feel better from your disease that you have, correct?
2: Yeah, correct, exactly. And, you know, we didn't know of a lot of the different medical benefits that offered people with cerebral palsy as well as seizure control and things like that. So none of the medical studies had ever been done on that at that point. I mean, this was back in 1999.
1: Yeah, it's really fascinating to see how much progress we made in such a short period of time now that we're learning about the plant and that the plant is actually higher percentage of medicine. We're actually really starting to see some great results. I, for one, have seen you go for days without cannabis and I know what happens to you when you don't smoke and how you have muscle spasms and you get really, you know, your muscles get really tight and you have a hard time walking and and really even holding on to your cell phone. And after you smoke, all that goes away and you basically start functioning like a normal member of society. And so people like you should definitely have access to this everywhere. And what I thought was interesting was when we were at our hotel, we were checking out Nobody said really anything to us the whole time other than like maybe once or twice we were told we couldn't smoke here. We had to go somewhere else. But it wasn't like you can't smoke at all on the property. And so we had just finished checking out of the hotel and we were waiting for the bus to take us to the airport. And Jason lit up a joint in the driveway of the hotel where clearly there's no children because it's a driveway and there's nothing well, not exciting like that, over but there. but there's
2: an ashtray outside.
1: And, and there's, an it's, a, it's a bench in an ashtray and it's a smoking section. So you went out there to smoke and the next and you, you passed the joint to someone and the security walked over and snatched the joint from the girl who you passed it to. And then I saw you snatched it right back from the security guard's hand.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, it, not standing for nothing like that.
1: And then he told you to put it out and you told him, no, you're going to smoke this.
2: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I continued to smoke it until I didn't want to smoke it anymore.
1: And then the manager of the hotel came over to tell me that this was unacceptable behavior and there were children around and you couldn't smoke. And that was when the greatest moment of my trip happened is when there was a mother who was standing right next to us with her three young children came over and I was thinking, oh Lord, here we go. She's going to say that. This was offending her and, you know, whatever it was. I just cringed when she came over. And instead, she said the exact opposite of what I was expecting. She said, excuse me, I'm a mother of three, and I have absolutely no problem with him smoking medical marijuana. And my children know and they understand what medical marijuana is. And I just thought that was such an incredible moment. And we were in California. Moment. We were in Colorado. We were in another country. We were in Jamaica. In a whole other country.
2: And those people weren't even from the U.S. either. They were from Canada.
1: But I thought my favorite part after that was once we got in the bus, the father, the husband of that woman lit up a joint. Someone gave him a joint from our group, and he lit it up in the same spot where you were smoking and you got yelled at.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. I thought that was, that was the best because he was just kind of like playing it forward. Like, you know what? There's nothing wrong with what these guys are doing. There's no reason that you guys be harassing them, so... If so you guys are going to harass them, then you guys are going to have to harass me, too.
1: Exactly. But other than that, you know, what I didn't know before was that on Bob Marley's birthday of this year, so that's February 6, 2015, that – Cannabis became legal in Jamaica, essentially decriminalized, yeah. where you can exactly. have two ounces of cannabis with you, and if you get pulled over, they can only write you a ticket. They don't take you to jail anymore, and that ticket comes out to 500 Jamaican dollars, which is $5 U.S. $5. Well, also,
2: too, that's only if you have over two ounces on your person.
1: Right, and that's a lot.
2: Yeah, that's a good amount
1: and the, and the Rastafarians no. are now allowed to use their cannabis for sacramental purposes without being harassed. And we were driving through one of the towns, and I, we passed another bus. Oh, actually, maybe it was when we were leaving the Blue Hole. We passed another bus filled with Rastas. Do you remember? And there were, the yes, whole front of the bus was kids. The whole front of the bus were little kids, and then the whole back of the bus were adults. And in the very back, the window was open. I saw this Rasta smoking a joint, and he had his little kid sitting on his lap. And it was totally normal. Yeah,
2: there was, not, there was a few people in the back of the bus that were smoking. Oh, yeah. There was about two or three of the rows in the back of the bus were all smoked.
1: There was a lot of smoke coming out of those windows.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It looked like our bus.
1: Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. So that was definitely one of my highlights, meeting the locals, meeting the people, meeting the Rastas, and being able to bring – High Time set up the – Rastafarian section separate the Roots Fest separate from the High Times Fest so we were like together but there was a fence in between us and you could walk back and forth it was no big deal but we decided to bring a little extra flavor to our tent, which is one of the reasons why I think we won second place for best booth. Was we brought the Rastas into our section and just gave them space in our booth to sell coconuts and sell their wares, and it really just brought such a great energy. Combining, you know, what we do in, in California with the Jamaicans and the Rastafarians, and they were just so thankful and, and loving and sweet to us. It was it was really special.
2: Yeah, we really integrate, really started to integrate the actual culture of Jamaica in with the actual booth of our American culture of our brand and to bring a more international feel to our booth.
1: That is why we are winners. Okay, so don't go away, Jay. We are going to be right back. We have to take another short break. We come back, we're going to talk about the winners of the High Times Cup, the World Cup in Jamaica Grill, And you are on the phone with two of those winners. So I'm very excited. Don't go away.
0: Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina will continue after a word from our most confident sponsors.
1: MJWellness.com, the largest medical marijuana community in the world. Connect with thousands of patients, doctors, industry leaders, and businesses through shared personal experiences along our worldwide network. Discover new therapies and benefits with content tailored to you. Come grow your network on mjwellness.com. You're not alone. Your wellness matters. Learn, live, and thrive. Check out mjwellness.com today.
0: Cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth that we can use consciously and intelligently to improve our well-being. Take a real, raw, inside look at healthier
2: living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life
0: learning to live and live well is a lifelong process this is a journey you could be you could be 80 years old or 8 years old you can still learn something that's going to make tomorrow a little bit healthier a little bit easier a little bit happier a little bit better
2: the concierge for better living with Doc Rob only on cannabisradio.com
0: Dr. Dina is back with more Cannabis confidentials. only on CannabisRadio.com. And we're
1: back. I'm Dr. Dina, and we have Jason Beck, the Wizard of Oz. And we have six awesome minutes to talk about our winning winner chicken dinner. Jason, do you want to go for it?
2: Yes, this is our Oz brand OG, our house OG that was processed by Dabolicious and turn into an amazing concentrate for a first-place Indica concentrate finish at the Jamaica World High Times Cup in the Grill.
1: I feel like I should play the song, We Are the Champions, from Queen right now, because we are the champions of the world. The fact that our special house OG won the World Cannabis Cup, and we also won first place for the same exact strain in San Francisco of this year. Right? Yep. I, Don't yep. forget this is this is a California yep. winner and a world winner. And it's pretty just incredible the that feeling of being called up on stage to win a first place cup at the very first ever Jamaican cannabis cup. And when we got off stage, Danny Danko from High Times turned to me and said, Congratulations, you guys just made history. And that's when it occurred yep. to me, wow, this is bigger than I even thought it was.
2: Yeah, that's one of the main reasons I really wanted to participate in the event is mainly is because it was the very first one that they were ever going to have. And I know that because of the new laws in Jamaica – And with what has happened with um, the High Times events in Amsterdam, that the Jamaica event was going to be definitely going to be a fixture in the High Times tool on a yearly basis. And so we wanted to make sure to to have a good presence out there and let High Times know and everyone else know that we'll be out here on a regular basis because we love this event.
1: I had the best time of my life. My only problem... Well, first of all, there's a lot of bugs in Jamaica, like mosquitoes everywhere. I'm just going to blame it on the fact that all the growers leave open barrels to collect the rainwater and then they just breed mosquitoes, unfortunately. But there's mosquitoes everywhere. We were in sand fleas and we were getting eaten alive. They just love us Cali people out there. And the High Times Cup was held on a grassy field. And unfortunately, when we were there, it's not really unfortunately, I should say. It's actually fortunately because rain helps water all the ganja plants in Jamaica. So luckily for us, all the ganja plants were watered very thoroughly while we were there on a daily basis. But it was a little muddy. So High Times decided to truck in all the sand to cover the mud. And what they didn't know was that there were spiders infested in the sand and when it started raining the first day all these spiders started coming up out of the sand and they were everywhere and they were these giant spiders and I do not like spiders and I got bit by a few spiders I had them crawling on me this was very very exciting and uh, when you're really yeah. high and you see giant spiders on you, there was a moment where I actually just took off running to the beach and just, like, ripped my clothes off and jumped in the ocean with my bathing suit. And just, like, I, after that, I was okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> had to go rinse off real quick.
1: But I was screaming because I had one of them on me, and a Rastafarian guy goes, Oh, no worries, Mon. It's a crab. I'm like, that's no <laughs> crab, man. That's a spider. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a little creepy crawly little spidey.
1: It was not little, Jason. Those were big Spiders.
2: They're about Dude. like the size of a nickel. Well,
1: it wasn't as bad as when we took a glass bottom boat into a cave and it was filled with bats and I'm terrified of bats and someone decided yeah. to take a photo and the flash woke up all the bats, they started flying everywhere, and then I hid under a towel.
2: Yeah, that was priceless. We have all that on film.
1: Wait, you have that on that film?
2: Was, yeah. Yeah, we uh-huh. have that all on film.
1: Oh no. You have my <laughs> screening, my terrified shriek?
2: Yeah, the the, the shrill.
1: Oh no. That's that's when, when when like that's when our security guard who knows me as like one of the toughest girls on the planet turned to me and he goes, oh, I see. He's like, see, so you're not so tough after all. all it uh-huh. takes the bat. All it takes is a bat.
2: Yeah. It's a, it's a good good thing that the feds aren't Batman, huh?
1: Oh, thank goodness, thank goodness. That would be a real problem. <laughs> you are so funny.
2: Well, I yeah. had such a great.
1: No. Great time. Well
2: also too, we gotta we gotta thank also to our friend our friend Adam Hill, who helped us out with winning second place at Best Booth also. We did it with no power.
1: That's right. We had I no think post. that
2: might be a first for High Times, having a I booth think with so. no power. Winning. And and someone winning something with no power with Best Booth.
1: <laughs> and we had probably a thousand dollars worth of lighting to light up the booth to make it look like a nightclub and we never gotta use any of it.
2: Yes, and our groceries
1: were one of the biggest hits of the island. Yes, we passed out. Oz Glow Sticks. They were very, very, very exciting. Um, but talk about let's talk about the other two awards you got.
2: Oh, yes. We also got um, first place for Best Glass with Roar Glass and Be Real with the Funky Feel Tips. And those are the color ones, the ones that have all the fancy different colors inside of them. And we also got second place for Best Product just for the Be Real and Roar Glass Funky Feel Tip by itself.
1: That is so cool. So Funky field so, Tips for win right there.
2: Yeah. So, so, so we Roar took Roar away uh, four field. awards in total. And that's more awards than any other cannabis company at that cup in Jamaica. There was a few people that took three awards, but there was no one else that took four or more.
1: Well, congratulations, Jason. This was an awesome event, and I'm so excited to be a part of it. I'm so happy we went out, and thank you so much for coming on today. This was so much fun, and I just think that we are going to have so much fun next year going back. And I can't wait to have all of our friends who are listening join us, and we're going to get an even bigger group, and we're going to go in numbers, and we're going to have even more fun. And I'm ready for all my fun excursions, so I can't wait. And so we're out of time, but I well, you know like- what? I really
2: can't wait for. It. I really can't wait to see. Some of the, we found some indoor Jamaican out there also, and some of those people got some of the seeds that we brought out there, and so I can't wait to see on the next trip what they've done with those seeds.
1: That will be so very we can smoke
2: some Cali Indoor out there.
1: Ooh, I like that. Okay. Well, right? I can't wait. I can't wait, Jay. This is so exciting. It's gonna. The weed's going to be better next time. We're helping yeah. all this of farmers. So we're out of time, but I'd like to thank Jason. You have been a wonderful guest. You've brought so much fun to this trip into Jamaica, and I'm so excited that people are listening to your version of the stories. Congratulations again on all the cups that we won. I'd like to thank my producer, Brasco, for making this show happen. Thank you, Cannabis Radio. And join us again next week for another edition of Cannabis Confidential. I'm Dr. Dina. Have a great week.